What's up, motherfuckers? It's your bid, no young hills. Take me back to the 90s podcast episode 10. I hope I find you well wherever you are on this beautiful planet called Earth. It's your boy, Young Hills. Episode 10. Thank you very much. Milestone, man. Episode 10. Um, I am very thankful for everyone who's been listening to this podcast so far. Like I said, from day one, it's growing pains. Um, you know, this solo podcasting is not the easiest thing to do, but, you know, I'm kind of like, you know, still finessing the format and everything, but I appreciate every one of you. I was going through stats and we've now hit, hit 10,000 uh, streams on all platforms on SoundCloud, via Apple Music, YouTube, Anchor, Google Play. We are even popping like crazy on, on iTunes. So please go rate, like, subscribe on Apple iTunes so we can get on them charts. I appreciate you. Flex bump for y'all motherfuckers. Like I said, I was looking for the stats and I was I was amazed by you know the ge- the ge- geography of, of all y'all listeners at you know the US is my biggest listening audience. I, I wouldn't have with 60%. So, so shout out to everyone who listens from the US. My second obviously audience is the UK, which is 11 Shout out to everyone there. What I was what surprised me was Canada. Canada, shout out to Canada gang. That's my third biggest audience, nine percent. I was looking through like the niggas listening to me, Nova Scotia, places I never ever would imagine people that would listen this podcast and my voice from Newfoundland. I had some crazy provinces I've never heard. Sweden, Thailand, Malaysia, y'all supporting. I saw Brazil, like. So shout out to y'all, shout out to all the countries that listen to this podcast every single episode. I fuck with you so much. So like I said, growing pains. I apologize for anything, any technical mal- malfunction I've had in the last couple of episodes. Like I said, when you start something, I don't care what it is, you, first couple, whatever it is, it's going to be trash. So um, thank you for bearing with me. Thank you for bearing with me through everything. Um, to 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 hit ten thousand streams is like, it's crazy. I, like my goal was like, okay, if I can hit hundred streams, that would be like, oh my god, you know what I mean. So now it's like we've got a hundred consecutive subscribers that listen to every single podcast, and you know, um, um, thank you very much. I appreciate um you. I hope hope you're well. Hope you have had a good week. Like. It's been a, it's been a, a slow news week as usual, you know how it is. But it's it's been a, it's been a weird, weird news week, and I, I'm I hate to start on this note, but you know it, it's it's something that um I don't know. I think in life sometimes you, we take so many things for granted, and I think this happening um I heard about Cyclone Idai um that happened in uh, Mozambique, my my country Zimbabwe. Uh, and Malawi was the, like one of the most intense tropical cyclones and is regarded one of the worst tropical cyclones in history to hit the southern hemisphere you know the storm caused catastrophic damage in multiple nations leaving more than 400 people dead and hundreds more missing so um rest in peace to everyone who was affected by cyclone Idai it's just a sad there's um love goes to Mozambique my country's in my way, Malawi, 
everyone affected. Um, and this is where I kind of like, I don't know, um, comes to a lot of things. It's like, I just, I'm lost for words for, for, for things like this because, you know, I remember having the conversation with my mother a week before this hit and I said, yo, uh, have you heard of this a cyclone hitting Zimbabwe? And it's, I, I didn't hear a lot of people talk about it before it, 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 it uh, hit land in Mozambique and Zimbabwe, but it, 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 it angers me that in this day and age, with technology, with radar, sonar, all kinds of, the warnings were there. It's not an earthquake. It's not, this is a cyclone. This is something that takes seven days to hit landfall. And what pains me is my government didn't do nearly enough to evacuate people, to warn people. Like, there's so much they could have done to avoid death. So far, the, the death toll in Zimbabwe is, I think, 90 some, 98, if I'm not it's probably more I'm heavy. I'm hearing stories of, of bodies um, washing a stream into Mozambique that came from Zimbabwe. And it's like, I, I did geography in, in high school. And I was very, like, I, I love geography. You know, I did also geography, you know, in, in, in pilot school. And it's certain things like this. You, you know the places that are going to flood. You know the places that are sustainable to mudslides. Why not evacuate those people? And this is my problem with with my with Zimbabwean government is they're so quick to send helicopters and the army when people are protesting for their rights or whatever it is. They're so quick to send. I saw, you know, when when that happened a couple of weeks, a couple of months ago, you know, that whole um, violence happened in Harare. They had like helicopters and niggas were sending uh, tear gas from helicopter. You couldn't put that those those helicopters to evacuate people who you know are endangered. People who live in a valley, where in a um are near a river bank. Like it, it's plain shit, simple shit. Like, and and people have got the audacity to say we will learn from this. Like, angers me so much. So many lives could have been saved. You know, you, you look at, and, and I, I, the problem that I have is people think that because it's called a cyclone, it's called a cyclone because it happens in the Southern Hemisphere. Like, this had a hurricane two winds of 200 kilometers an hour. This is no different from a hurricane. It's just different naming, happens different places, but there is no difference. What's the difference between hurricanes that hit Florida and Louisiana in the summer in America and this? There is no difference. This is even worse because this this hits houses that are not prepared for hurricane winds or 200 mile an hour winds. This this hits shacks with um, roofs that just like it's so different. Houses in Florida, Louisiana are are, are built for this shit. You know, houses and villages in Chimanimani and Mozambique are not built for this shit. Niggas have a hut. With straw, you know, roofs. You think it's gonna deal with 200 kilometer an hour hurricane wind? So this is even worse. And and African leaders and we need to take 
this serious. You know what I mean? It's be like simple thing. You know, a government, some government is so quick to send viral SMSs to every motherfucker on, in Zimbabwe about it, voting for elections. But you tell me you couldn't send a mass text that we have a cyclone that is going to be reaching um, our border in this time zone um, it, with these winds. It's going to drop this amount of rainfall. You couldn't do that. It, it wouldn't have cost anything. You, you couldn't alert all your radio stations to, to like, it's simple shit that could have saved lives. Like, it's like, that's what pains me. This is what pains me. A lot of people were saying we had no idea about this. We were, it's, I don't know, man. I don't know why something like this is still happening and there is no cautionary measures that were taken beforehand. Nothing. It makes me sick. Don't tell me in 2019 you're saying we're going to learn from a fucking cyclone. Our president was going to Abu Dhabi for some, playing golf and shit. Like, it's not an earthquake. This is not something that just happens like that. You, niggas had a week that they knew about this. I mean, I'm sh- like, this is my... I don't know where to... If I, who to blame. Should I blame the Ministry of Information whose job is to give information should i blame the the meteorologist of zimbabwe not i can't can't i don't know it's to say we we should have learned from this is just so stupid simple shit simple shit so um i don't know man um it made me sick um knowing that a lot of lives could have been saved um if people had just been forewarned a day, two days ahead, we would just evacuated people. Simple. You could have saved so many lives. Um. So R.I.P. to everyone affected from Cyclone Adai. Um. Um. And and one thing I realized. Um. I honestly realized that the world does not care about African disasters. African lives don't matter as much as American lives, as much as European lives. And I've been I've been watching it for a very long before I'm saying this now. Um and I I I see you know how a disaster happens in whether it's Germany or New Zealand, you know, terrorists let that shit happen in Kenya. You, you're not seeing nobody praying for Kenya. You're not seeing anybody praying for Nigerians and also kidnapped by Boko Haram. You're not seeing that shit with Cyclone Adai compared to the hurricanes that happened in the summer with Houston and everything. Like, what what Houston went through was nothing compared to what, what Cyclone Adai, how many lives it's claimed. Let's keep it a buck. But I'm not seeing the whole world coming. And and it, it kind of makes me look at the rest of the world a bit like, okay, so our lives don't matter when we, when, when our people get killed by, by a cyclone, which is the same thing as a hurricane. Like, you don't, you don't, y'all don't care like that. It's, it's, it's very weird. And, and it's, 
it lives a very it leaves a very bad taste in my mouth and i don't know what y'all think about it and um if i'm the only one who's stripping but i know i'm not the only one who's stripping because i i've seen the world come around and support new zealand but when that shit happens in kenya nobody gives a fuck when they shoot up a mall in kenya i don't see nobody i don't see that shit trending I don't see nothing. Cyclone to die is not trending in, in America, in Europe. And people who are my peers and people who are, are friends of mine in this country or in other countries give no shits. I never heard nobody saying, yo, man, I heard your country's going through this shit, blah, blah, blah. Nothing. But when your country goes through some shit and maybe not even a dozen people die, but your whole city's flooded, we pray for you. But when it comes around, Y'all don't give a shit. Do African lives matter to y'all? We only matter when it's a sick kid in the advert who's got Kwashioka and, and some companies trying to run a scam and get money from y'all. That's the only time we care about Africa, right? It makes me fucking sick. It really does. The world does not revolve around Western countries. Every, every life is equal. That's what I hate about what i hate about the world we only care about what happens in a mile radius in our, with people of our same skin color it makes me sick and i know this podcast is not the same i don't really get on 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 some deep shit but it's it's i really look at people differently now you know what i mean i really look at the world differently I am I don't I don't look at shit like that. If shit happens in New Zealand, if shit happens in America, if shit happens in in South America, I, th- I all lives matter. <laughs> you know, stop caring about shit that happens in in your neighborhood in your country only. You know what I mean? Um, but yeah, I I don't think it'll ever happen. I don't think me talking about it will ever change anything. Niggas won't really care about what they want to care about or only relate to people that have got the same skin color or, or who talk the same language as them, which is fucking sad and I hate it. Um, and, 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 and this is back to Africa and it's, I hate when our people treat us worse than our dictatorship does. I really hate that. And it's something that I, I'm noticing more and more in Africa in politics. And it's like, I don't know. I'm not going to get into this because this is really going to get me sad. And this podcast is not about sad shit. It's not about political shit. This is never a political podcast. If you listen to this for the first time, we talk some salacious-ish on this podcast. So I apologize. Um, So we're going to get into some salacious shit because this is what this podcast is about. It's not about some serious shit. I really, I really just like... I don't know, it, 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 uh, and and I don't know. My country's like. I honestly believe if you can, people who live in Zimbabwe, if you can live in Zimbabwe, you can live anywhere in the world. I honestly think if you can breathe in Zimbabwe, you can breathe in Pluto. You can breathe on Mars, because uh, this is where this is where I also to my Zimbabweans. Nobody cares. Nobody's gonna come to our help. We as a have to come together we need to stop looking to the west we need to stop looking to outside nobody 
gives a shit. I was I watched a not a documentary, but I watched an article about our health system, and this is why I always like I hate it when our own people, people that claim they liberated us, treat us worse than our dignity. That hurts so much. I I watched documentary about the healthcare in our country and how our biggest hospital, which is supposed to be our, the biggest hospital in Zimbabwe, doesn't have backup generators if electricity goes. If you are on life support and electricity goes, you are dead. When I saw that video and I heard stories of, of what, you know, the health system in, in Zimbabwe is going through and lack of medication and 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 a nurse talk about a story of her only job now is giving is taking stillbirth babies and babies with different issues because there's lack of medication it made me so sick and 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 the title of this documentary was if you get sick and don't ever get sick in Zimbabwe and and they were talking about how there was um um and visitors around the country and had an accident and they had to be sent back to Malawi because they couldn't treat them. And I was like, how are people surviving in Zimbabwe? Like, how, how the hell is it possible that you are, if you are on life support, they do not have backup batteries, they do not have backup generators if electricity goes. So that means if you have an accident, if you get in a coma, and if you by any chance get on life support and Zessa, which is... The um, electricity uh, supply board decides to put lo- load shedding on, you are dead. They have to pump you manually. When I heard that, I was like, if this shit happened in England or any other country, shit like that, people will go to war over shit like that. Basic necessities. And while people, our leaders, are riding on Boeing 787s that cost $70,000 hour to rent on Gulfstream G6s and Maybach S600s. Yuck for a backup generator for the biggest hospital in our country. Makes me fucking sick. It made me sick to my stomach. I had um, a grandfather of mine when I used to still live in Zimbabwe and um he had, uh, what did he have? He had like a, a disease of the, I can't believe what's called that. Like, it's a very common thing. Um, What do they call it? Uh, I don't know what it is, guys, but you know, like the, okay, I'm not going to get descriptive into it, but he, what was it called? What's the most common thing, like, on, like with elderly black people to do with the, with the paws, with the anus? You know what I mean? You understand when I say that now, whatever it is. What's, the, what's it called? Yeah, he had that. And um, basically, the waiting list for treatment was ridiculously crazy. That He never got the treatment that he needed and he died. You know, I, I, and I remember I used to take him to hospital and I used to hear all these stories about people that, had, that needed a heart transplant, people who had diabetes and they didn't have the machines. They, they said had... They had one machine for the whole country in a country with a big aging population. 
And it made me sick. It made me sick that our leaders spend so much money on crazy shit. They don't give a fuck about us. Let's keep it a buck. They don't give a fuck. When a country is about to receive one of the worst cyclones in um, in our history, and he hops on a private jet to go to Abu Dhabi and play. What does that say? I ask myself, what does that say? Actions speak louder than words. And um, I, I don't really want to say what I want to say because I don't think we are at that when we get to a point when we're really fed up, I want to have a discussion with, with yours and my guys for once and for all because you we have to fight for for change. It's, it's not going to, no one's going to just give it to you. I always say every single revolution in Africa and across the world history teaches us that it is not given. South Africans did not rid apartheid by a by just saying shit on social media. Real action has to be taken. And I know we are non-violent people. Um, and we have to realize that our leaders know that. And they take that. They do not take that for granted. And, and, and they, they use that. And they know, yeah, these people never do shit. So, um, I don't know, man. I pray for my country every single day. Um, glad to be to live in a country with free free healthcare and education, and I and I know I'm privileged. And anybody who lives outside of who lives in a first world country, listen, man, the problems that you have are nothing compared to what a lot of people are going through in Africa. Um, if you've never been to Africa, you've never been to a hospital in Africa. It will, it will, it will humble you. It will humble you. People, you know, if you live in a first world country, problems are nothing. Trust me. If you live in a first world country, you are probably one of the luckiest people ever, because most of the human population is they go through so much shit that Instagram shutting it down. Is just small world problem, and that's why I said last week I looked at people crazy when they were going crazy about how Instagram I shut down. People have bigger problems. People have kids who die from diseases that are so curable, from malaria, from just simple shit. And um, I really want us people, especially people who live in the first world countries, to realize how lucky and privileged you are like i don't think people realize that and i always commend people to travel the world as somebody that's traveled the world and and i i realize my privileged my privilege and my my honor thankful for the for what i got i'm not a millionaire by any chance but i know compared people from my country i am <laughs> I am very blessed beyond measure. It could be way worse. So, no ma- so matter what you're going through, I want you to realize this. As somebody that's gone through shit, no matter what you go through, it could be way fucking 
worse. So I apologize for this somber first couple, you know, 20 minutes of this podcast. But I really kind of had to show you my other side. I'm not always talking about honeys and, you know, the game and shit. Like, I, I, I really do get serious sometimes, you know what I mean? But, uh, yeah, um, we're going to get into some salacious shit. And uh, I'm going to play this drop right here. We, we, we're going to move into some other shit. So, yeah, I apologize um, <laughs> so far. So this, this, this is the topic that we're going to get into. First topic. We're going to move into some salacious shit. Back to normal podcast mode. I love you. And I'm going to be... You're going to be my wife one day. If you make it through all this dumb shit, bro. Do you know what Chance the Rapper's wife went through with him? Do you know what Gucci and his wife went through with them? They were just down for them. Dude, thick and thin. And that's what I... I thought that was you. I thought you would just be like down. But you know how they treated them though? Uh-huh. Yeah, it was a phase where Gucci was fucking a billion hoes, not even talking to his bitch. And she still pushed through all that shit and came back around for that Exactly, Sway. Broke his Say that shit, Sway. Still hold it down for the I know, Sway. Don't get it, bro. You want to be on some fucking. Still think like high school, bro. Flex bomb for Sway fucking Lee. So if you don't know who that was, that was Sway Lee talking to his girl. So if you don't know, like, Sway Lee's one of my favorite human beings ever. Because he reminds me so much of me. He's a light-skinned, swaggy-ass nigga who is going through the craziest whole phase ever. And he's got an interesting girl as well. Like, this girl is pretty funny. And um, basically, this couple have broken up, like, six times now. Like... No lie, they break up <laughs> like crazy, like every single week. So basically now, it's, you know when the girl says, this is the last straw, I'm done. You know what I mean? So basically now, they've broken up and uh, she was like um, on the gram like, yo, he's trying to not think about me by hanging with hoes, blah, blah, blah. Women who know they niggas are play, you know. Like, like, okay, you guys are broken up. So, like, I want to explain one thing to women. If you break up with your mans and he hangs around with hoes after your breakup, don't think (laughs) that he doesn't love you. Like, of course he's not trying to think about you. Why is that a problem? Y'all broken up? Of course. I, I don't understand. She's pointing out the obvious. I'm so like, you're pointing out the obvious. Of course I'm going to hang with hoes so I'm not trying to think about you. You know what I mean? Um, and this is like, I relate so much because I was this guy probably like um, nine years ago, 100%. I was definitely, I want to say something to, you, to, to, to y'all women. And um, I'm really like, I'm not making the block out ever again. Because I've made the block hot over and over this past ten episodes, so there's not there's no more I can make the block hot. You know what I mean? I've said and I've said a lot, but um, you have to push the limits of your of your woman. You have to know where the border is. Say that again. 
you have to push the limits and know where the border lies with your girl. Because some women are not going to tolerate any BS. They're not going to tolerate you going out and dipping in and coming back. Sway Lee's girl has tolerated a lot of shit. And now she says she is done. And you know, and, and you know when the girl you and and uh, you know I know Sway Lee now he threw out the yo, you were my I, I saw you as my wife. You know what chance the rapper's girl went through? You know what Gucci man went like he he's, he's mentioning all the the members of the Faithful Black Men Association. Niggas that have been through some shit and switched up. And I want to say women. Every nigga goes through that phase. Black, and, and, and Sway is right. You know, like, look at all the women that, that went through some shit. You know, but look now. They've reaped the re- rewards. So, and, 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 and I know where Sway is because you know what? I hear that fear in his voice. He realizes he's got a good one. He was kind of pushing the boundaries a little bit, and now he's he's done. Like in all honesty, he's done. He now knows, yo, show is really about a dip, dip. Cause a lot of y'all act like you're gonna go away, but y'all not. You be back tomorrow. You know what I mean? So yeah, he had to throw the. I saw you as my wife. You know what I mean? And guys, listen, don't don't throw that word out when you get caught. And she leaves you. You know, you just need to just throw that seed once in a while so she realizes it. Because if you say that shit when you're not together, all the time you've been together, you never said, yo, I see me and you having a future, shorty. Like, she's going to look you like sad at a little bit. So I, I feel women's pain sometimes. But um, I want to say to all the women who are in, you know, this kind of situation where your nigga cheats, He's a serial cheater, and then you keep going back, and then you, you, you women always hit like the, the last straw, and it's done. But I want to say to you, like, you paid the cost, and you you will reap the rewards if you just stick through. Make him suffer a little bit, you know. Throw. Some, I know. I I know the stimulus package for when a female. Is, is is over a breakup. She just glows up. She starts going to the gym. She just starts putting up crazy thirst traps and pictures. So do that shit for a while. Don't do that shit forever. Do that shit for a week or two. You know what I mean? Don't entertain no niggas because you know what you're doing. You know you want to just make him suffer a little bit. And trust me, I've been through that shit. I have been through that and it hurts. And we see it. We might not send the message like, hey, Big Ed, but trust me, it hurts. So just do that. Just do that and just be like, just let, let, let a real nigga will keep on pursuing. Listen, man, I, I, I want to say some real shit. And um, as a nigga that has done what Sway Lee has done, not necessarily cheated on the girl, but like not realize girl's worth or like, yo, this girl was wifey. You never let a foot off the gas um, I'm not gonna make the block hot because shit is unwritten. But like I say, you never make, you never let the gas pedal. Whether it's a year or two years, if it, if you, when you know when you have a real one, like, listen, 
you know when you have a real one and you're just like, you know what? I'ma just be Ha! Okay, I'm making the block fucking hot. But you know when you have a an, a a real a real woman and then you fuck that shit up and then you just you don't let your foot off the gas. You're just like, okay, yeah, let's just be friends. You know what I mean? Let's just be friends. And then you're just like, okay, I'm gonna wait for the right time. And 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 I ch- and she realizes I've changed. I'm not the old dude. You know that kind of ish. So Swaley is definitely on that tip, and it's it's hilarious to watch. Um, she, she says she's done, but uh, nah, she ain't done. A, a girl's not done would not be publicizing this on on an IG and shit. I think she just wants to make him suffer a little bit. And uh, um, onto onto the topic of this podcast. And it's it's something that I talked about uh, in my IG stories. I, I, and if you listen, and if you follow me on IG or on social network, if you listening right now, it's for y'all motherfuckers. Because I I am like I'm mad at people who follow me on Instagram, especially especially the people who watch my snaps religiously. I hate y'all motherfuckers with a passion. I fuck with y'all. I fuck with your boy. I hate y'all because, like, if you knew the amount of people that watch my snaps, I'm like, why the fuck am I getting 100 people every single day watching my snaps? One, my I don't really snap, like, real, real shit. You know what I mean? I just be, like, just some just beats and, like, just, like, quotes and some shit. Like, I don't really snap it like I used to because you niggas just, like, ghosts. Like, I hate the stalker syndrome. I hate this era where it's so common to stalk somebody, to watch somebody's snaps, you know, to, to, to watch somebody's videos, never say shit. I find that shit so fucking weird. Y'all niggas are weird. I am sorry. I'm using the flex bomb and the wrong fucking whatever. This is not to prop you up. This is to blow y'all niggas away. Because I hate, I hate y'all little niggas. Or whoever. Or girls. Dudes, I hate that shit. I have friends that I went to school with. Like, literally, I grew up with. I haven't spoken in... Hold on. I haven't spoken to people in 14 years who watch my snaps every fucking single day. Niggas who I was best friends with. And and, and, and I'm like, what the fuck? Do you not think I see your name? Listen, you are my best friend at once in a moment. And now... You never say shit. Like, never. Never even DM me. But you watch my shit every single day. I have multiple people who do that shit. I know who you are. Like, it's not Facebook where you can put a status and you don't know who reads that shit. Even though there's a way you can read that shit. So, I don't... I, I want to get into the mindset of, of, of people who just are okay. Who just creeping on some people. And just watching people. And never say shit. I, for one... You never watch somebody snaps every single day and not even comment. I find that so weird. It's to me, it seems like hater culture. It's like honestly, what, are you here to hate? Are you here? This is not like a circus. You know what I mean? I ain't a clown. You know what I mean? Like, I, I, I think I'm weird. I think I'm the only person. I hate that shit. I hate that shit so much. How it's so common to stalk somebody, and it's okay. 66 million people stalk each year. Can you believe that? 70% of stalkers are people you know. And I know you're saying that's not a traditional stalker. Listen, 
if you watch somebody every single day religiously, even with some dumb shit, and you say nothing, like not even a comment, not even a like, don't even like, you know, you're like, oh yeah, ask me a question, or even ask a question. You're stalking, my nigga. I'm sorry. You are a fucking stalker. <laughs> like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Like, ah, you're not, like, this is not like a, a reality show. You're just, like, this is just like, I don't know, man. It's weird. It's so weird. I don't know if you think that I'm unapproachable because I, I've, I've grown up with people thinking that I am so unapproachable, but y'all got it so twisted because I'm the most approachable person ever. I know people think that I'm this pretty boy, light-skinned motherfucker who just loves themselves, but I am so unapproachable. I'm so approachable. Holla at me, at Young Hill. That is what social network is about. It's about fucking networking, not stalking. Niggas are using this platform and social media for the wrong thing. <laughs> like, this is why I hate this generation. I hate y'all motherfuckers. It's social networking. It's, it's like, my, I love MySpace. You know why MySpace? Because there wasn't that shit. Niggas used to talk to each other. I love MSN messaging, aim Because niggas used to talk to each other. I was friend with somebody to talk to them. Not to stalk on them and just creep on them. That shit is weird. Like, I'm, I don't know, man. I think I'm one in a million people who feel like that. But if you feel if you like that, please like this shit, share this shit. Because I don't know, man. Like, I, I honestly, I, I hate it so much to the fact that, like, I'm low-key. I really, because if I didn't use my social networks for business and getting clients and selling beats and shit, I would log off Instagram and Facebook and Twitter. Like, 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 real shit. Y'all niggas, like, I'm surprised sometimes, like, the stupidest shit that I post, people just watch it, religiously. The same people. People, people that I know that I hate me, people that I know that people don't fuck with me, like, I'm like, Instagram, thank you for, for putting that shit that you can see somebody who, who sees your shit. And, and as I say right now, I'm on Facebook Live, and, and this is what people will do, right? People, who, you will be on live, and they think that they slick, that they don't click on it, but they listen to it, and they think that I don't know that you're watching. Like, I'm the wrong nigga to creep on, because I'm, I'm gonna keep it a fucking buck, and that's making the block hot. I am the biggest, biggest, if I want to be, if I want to be, stalker. So all the little tactics that people do, like, watching somebody's live and not clicking on it, and then not wanting to be seen, you know, like, you'd be on live, right? Because, like, when I, when I record this podcast, I, I go on Instagram Live or Facebook Live. So, people think that they slick, that they don't click on the shit. They just, like, the volume up. If you do that, it won't show, like, one person is watching, this person's watching. So, they think that they slick, and I don't know who they are. But what they don't know is when you put mute, it shows the person. So, y'all niggas are dumb. <laughs> y'all are dumb. Like, I know everyone who's watching this shit and just goes off and and now and now watching it you know you know minimize so all the little ticks that people do <laughs> are pathetic are really pathetic and this is why i got like a business profile on instagram i'm not gonna tell you but if you get a business profile on instagram there's a thing that you could do where you can see everyone who watches your pot po- watches your post whether it's a video or photo and you could do that shit, same shit on facebook you can see everyone who sees your shit and so now i know all the people who stalk me 
I know all the girls would like me because of that shit. Because you're so fucking obvious. Why else? Tell me why. Why else? What for? So I appreciate the motherfuckers who actually reach out and, and connect with your boy. Like, let's not be so creepy. Like, that's why I named this podcast. Take me back to the 90s. Because niggas actually conversated. Niggas actually talked to each other. Not all niggas do just creeping other people. This is why depression and anxiety is an all-time high. People go on the gram and then look at other people and compare. compare. I'm going to keep it real, man. That shit is the whack shit ever. Never compare yourself to nobody because you're on this planet for one reason. There's nobody like you. You have something that nobody can do. I know what I'm good at and I don't know nobody that's good at what I do has the charisma that I have on planet fucking Earth. And I fucking say that. I am unique, my nigga. Don't compare me to nobody. I don't compare myself to nobody. I'm a fucking pilot. I'm a filmmaker. I'm a photographer. I'm a graphic designer. I'm a... I do so many shit. You know what I mean? Like, so I, I can never compare myself to nobody. I am my own entity and I got my own way. So I hate this culture of people waking up and comparing themselves. I... I, last year, I used to follow like 4,000 people. And I used to just follow big booty accounts all day, every day. And I, and I, and, and to some people, I unfollowed every, I, I did like, like unfollowing thing on Instagram, I unfollowed everyone. And I just said to myself, Hillary, follow people who create, who want to build a community. If I don't follow you, <laughs> um, you, you know the reason why. It's not because like I don't fuck with you, just, I want to follow people who actually want to communicate and create and, and build. I hate this shit of just like, let's just follow each other just for the sake of it. Let's just follow each other and we don't like your pictures. I hate that shit. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Follow somebody because you fuck with them. Not follow them because you want to creep on them and see what they're doing so you can talk about them. I know y'all people too. I know the people that follow people just so that you can talk about people. That shit is whack. That is, it's just whack. Like, this generation, man, like, y'all need to kind of take a step back a little bit. We, we went three steps forward too much. You know, like, social media is ruining, like, this, the enjoyment of fucking life. Like, what, I, I, don't, I don't just say it, like, as just like a, like a slogan, like, I really want to go back tonight. Like, this shit is too far. It's too far. People... Like, social media is not real life. Like, so many people, you know, this is one why reason, like me, I'm probably the only person, especially I'm African. Africans act like they don't get depressed, they don't get sad. And people in my past have always told me, Yo, why, why are you so open on, on, your, on your social media? Why, why do you show your lows and your highs? Because that's real life. I'm not on here trying to portray you like a motherfucker getting millions like a... No, niggas go through shit. Niggas go through shit. Don't act like everything is good. I those and the people who act like that are so fucking obvious. Cause I had one person tell me that person, and, and this is why I want. I want and this is so deep podcast, but the people that tell you don't share how you feel to the world are the people who really go through some shit and the people who really fucked up. And I had a conversation with somebody that used to be a friend of mine. And no longer a friend. And this person was like, yo, 
she didn't share what you think. Blah, 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 blah. What? Because you care about what people think? Well, fuck what you think. Who are you? You ain't Jesus. You know what I mean? Like, like, and people like that. Like, you know those people that tell you shit like you're you're not this, you're not that. It's because they're not, they don't, they, they feel that way about themselves. And that's what people don't realize. When you transfer that negative energy on 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 people and say all kind of whack shit you're talking about yourself so you can say whatever you want to say this is why when i did the michael jackson episode that shit didn't even affect me that shit went like low-key low-key viral because i was the first person to do that michael jackson documentary on podcast and niggas was like oh yeah and i was like i'm sorry but your opinion doesn't affect me because i don't live for your exception you know what i mean and when you get to that space where you don't give a shit whether people like you or not i'm telling you man life will be so good people out here care about so much people think of the same people like i don't give a shit nah listen stop trying to always show your highs like that's it is whack and we see through that shit and and niggas now are portraying themselves to be all goody goody on 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 these social platforms and i feel sorry for y'all i have a saying that says own your truth so nobody can use it against you that's all i'm gonna say and nothing you can say about me that i don't say about myself or haven't said and and that's keeping it a one thousand percent so to all the motherfucking real people flex bomb for y'all Stop, stop trying to impress and stunt for social media. That shit is so obvious. You think you're slick. You are not slick. You know what I mean? Um, what's the Drake line? Uh, I know a girl who pretends to be in a happy marriage. But when she puts a phone down, that shit sinks in, no? And a lot of people are going through that shit right now. A lot of people, when they're on social, they pretend to be all happy, happy. I'm never going to be that person. If I'm going through some shit, I'm going to say some shit. And you're going to know it, especially listening to this podcast. You're going to know when I go through some shit. You're going to know when a woman is annoying me. You know, I I have no filter. You know what I mean? And and somebody hit me up on Twitter. I forgot about it. Somebody hit me up and like, yo, I love your podcast. You remind me of Charlemagne the God. Firstly, number one, I'm not as ugly as Charlemagne. Number two, thank you. He's my mentor. He's somebody that I'm not even there. You know, this is something, this is therapy for me. This is, this is what this podcast is about it's about you know keep keep it on 100 and the real niggas say they keep it 100 you ain't never gonna meet a nigga who's gonna keep it 100 more than me and i mean that shit from the bottom of my heart and anybody that's been following me for the last 10 years or so how long of facebook and instagram and twitter has been knows i always keep it a g that's just me i can't fake i can't fake being this goody tissue nigga because i ain't I and and everyone who's listened to ten these last ten podcasts knows I'm 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 flawed like a motherfucker. You know what I mean? I am who I am, and I own that shit. And there is nothing better than owning who you are, and you don't have to act or act like this motherfucker. Like it's this shit is weird, man. Like that's why I don't. I only have a close circle of mother real motherfuckers, like real motherfuckers. 
you know, so pay attention to people that I keep around me because I keep real niggas, wiggers around me at all times. So, uh, yeah, I'm forgetting my topic. Yo, listen, this podcast is great. I love, I love when they just like fuck the notes and just go on some other shit. So, like again, you know, that's 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 me. I'm I'm low key kind of bipolar. I, I can get really deep and really like you know be like on some Gandhi shit. Then I can get really like Charlemagne the God level on some salacious, brilliant idiot shit. So, <sighs> now I put a post the other day on on my social, and uh, um, I was like, "Yo, black women, black women." It was just like, one first of all, go 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 right now if you listen to this podcast, because I want you to see this picture. Go follow Lex Art. Lex Art is one of my favorite black photographers. He's a Jamaican photographer. You're in Jamaica, and I got some people listening to Jamaica. Go follow Lex Art. He's having an ex- exhibit in Kingston in the next couple of weeks. I'm telling you, man, this brother takes some fine photography. You know what I mean? Is an inspiration to me. And he posts, he posts like, he posted this picture of these like Nubian queens on a river, like, like you know, like, like some like black beauty. And um, like yo. I appreciate that picture. So if you go check him on Instagram, Lex Art, and you see that, and you see that picture, and I was like, "Yo, you know, I love you, black women. I know, I know, I quarrel, I quarrel with you once in a while, but don't get it twisted. I'll fuck with you, and I really feel like I have a love and hate. <laughs> I'm gonna emphasize hate relationship with black women. So, like I said, we don't make the block hot." on this podcast up until like later on so if you don't listen to this podcast like if you don't if you just tune out like the first 10 minutes you're missing out on probably the best content because i don't get it hot the first 10 minutes nah we get it hot and, and make the block hot later later on so i love y'all black women like i honestly think you know i love other races i love but i honestly think i had this conversation i was like you know, I'm not against other races, but I just love my black sisters so much. And I think it's because I love to hate them as much. That's why I love them. Like, it's weird. I love to hate y'all. Like, y'all are just so different and unique. And y'all are just like a puzzle. You know, like that, 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 what's that? The Rubik's Cube. I could, I can never fix a Rubik's Cube. And I honestly feel that about black women. <laughs> I honestly feel that about black women. I can't get you. But I can't put that Rubik's Cube down. Some of y'all are going to hate me for saying this. But I, ca- I can't fix it. I can't make the mat- the colors match. Y'all just fucked up. Like, what the fuck is wrong with y'all black women? <laughs> I'm going to get into it. So, I have this. Like I always say. Like I, I, always, like, like I always make the block on this podcast. And thank God the people, the women in my life don't listen to this podcast that much. If they do, they don't come. Like the, it's always some people in the past don't matter who come at me on some nut shit. But the real people in my life, like the real women in my life, I'm glad they do not listen to this podcast. Because if they did, <laughs> shit. Oh damn. Uh. So I have this one. Like I've been saying. Like I. I okay. I just want to give you some background on on the type of nigga that I am. I don't fucking. Most niggas like are thirsty as motherfuckers. I'm not a thirsty ass nigga, and I'm 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 about to tell you a fact, 
and you're not going to believe me when I say this. Out of all the girls that I've dated, I have never, ever initiated, like, nothing. Like, and that's, it sounds so weird and so like, now nah, you lie, 100%. I'm not that nigga. And I'm going to tell you why. It's, it's my tactic. It's, it's low key. It was just like how I grew up. And then it became like a tactic. And it came like, you know, on some, uh, what's that? What's that book about war? The art of war. So this is my art of, um, my art of courting. Like a lot of niggas like, Fish like literally put like a you know a, a trap to catch a girl. I don't do that shit. I don't go out fishing. It's like every single girl. You know how every like I have that. One of my best friends. One of my best friends. I'm not gonna make the blog hard because I hope his wifey's not listening to this. But one of my best friends. He 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 was he had a different tactic. He was one of those niggas that every single girl he saw, <laughs> he would mack on him. Like, he would go ham. Like, he had, like, a 47% shooting average. He was like, yo, shooter's gonna shoot. You're gonna get one. And I ain't mad at that tactic. But it gets too crazy when you, like, every single girl you see, damn, Joey, I, I can't be that. I'm not that nigga. If you think, if I see you and I fuck with your vibe and you fuck your vibe, if you think I'm gonna approach you, hell no. I know with some girls gonna be like, no, niggas is supposed to be the ones chasing I'm sorry. I have never chased in my life. I can tell you right now, every single girl that has be- I've been with, I don't mean like little like little side things, little like relation. Nah, like I'm talking about every single girlfriend that I've ever had in my life. I never chased them. I'm always being chased, my nigga, and I kind of like that. And I'm gonna go into it a little bit deeper into the psychology of why I don't chase. Not that I, I can't chase, my nigga. It's not that. It's okay. It's maybe because of that. I don't really. Okay, it's yes or no. I I, I hate being thirsty ass nigga. But back to my story. Before I go into why I, I don't chase. You know, there's just one girl you meet, and you're like, damn, I need to chase this girl. Like she's no way gonna chase me. She's no way gonna like initiate this shit. So I have to. So I like I'm the type of nigga that I don't give up easily. If I'm gonna chase you for a year, okay, I don't say that. Don't don't believe that and say it. Only if you're some on some upper F echelon type shit. Only if you like some like dying piece wifey material. I'm gonna chase your ass. So this girl I've been kind of like chasing on Instagram. I'm gonna tell you right now, man. Instagram is gonna be the reason why I don't get mad. You know why? Because that's just like a, like a, it's like a Skittles pack. All different colors and tastes and flavors. Why the fuck would I get married? Tell me one thing. Why would I get married? So I'm at, the, I'm, 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 I'm at that stage, to be honest, where I'm confused where it's like, the game is like, yo, man, you still like, you still like LeBron. You know what I mean? You, you still need to beat Ab- Ab- Abdul Jabbar. You still need to be number one. I know you got you got you got three rings, but you still need seven rings, my nigga. So I'm at that stage where like, yo, like I said this earlier on in other episodes, like, I don't know if I'm ready. I honestly don't know if I'm ready to settle down because like I said, there are so many 
in this world. And I know I, I always re- re- like you know contradict myself and say you you gotta hang up. You know what I mean? Which is true. You have to hang up your boots. But what if you have you you have no ACL? You have no injury. You know what I mean? What if you 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 like you like you like on some Zion shit? You know what I mean? You get another chance. So this is one girl. I will tell her. I will tell you her IG. But um, okay. If if you want, uh, you see, okay. I'm not gonna make the block up. She's pretty. She's like very. Uh, like I like 2019. I'm chasing them very fire, honeys. I don't give a shit who you are. I even sent a fucking DM to Rihanna. I I was on some shit. It was like I was just fucking sending DMs on DMs, and I've never been that nigga. This is the first time in my life that I'm actually chasing hoes. You know what I mean? And I don't mean hoes like in like 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 I'm actually chasing like girls. You know what I mean? So this girl sent me back a DM. Um, I have one of my close friends. His name is Ahmed. He's the one of the coolest. You know, dudes I've ever met, and uh, I kind of stole this from him. So it's kind of like an icebreaker. You just DM this. You just DM a girl, text a girl, and just say vodka, tequila, and it and it sounds so stupid, but that shit works. And 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 because you know, like like DM game is like niggas come. I got different type of DM games. You can't be thirsty. You know what I mean? I think that's what I realized from like starting to DM. It's like you can't be too thirsty. You have to act like you don't give a shit about her shit. And then she, because women get intrigued by that shit. If you come thirsty, like I want a wife, you girl, that ass, that ass, she gonna skip that shit. So like I'll be on some like, on some like pasta shit. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Throw some game, you know, throw some nice words and shit like that. You know, get. Just slowly, just kind of act like, kind of act like a friend. Like I just want to be a friend, baby girl. Type type of shit. The amount of people that I've actually like, I'm not gonna make the black card. So this girl, I DM'd her vodka tequila, and she DM me back, and she was like, she was very intrigued, and um, DM me back, and we've been talking back and forth, back and forth, and then because of like, I, I'm uploading beats like a lot on my personal IG. Just been getting stupid ass DMs from producers and rappers like, yo, let's work. Yo, I love your beats. Yo, 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 yo. So my DMs have been flogged. Producers and rappers just talking on some gazy ass shit. Yo, DM me. Why the fuck would you DM somebody and say DM me? You in my DMs, nigga. Say what you want to say and bounce. So because of that, I didn't see this girl's DM, and she got mad at me. Like she got mad, mad. She like. She left like a crazy. One, I knew she was mad. That's a voicemail. One, who fucking leaves voicemails in 2019, nigga? Who the fuck leaves voicemails in 2019? That's how I knew Shorty was big mad, B. So I was like, yo, women get mad at the smallest thing and blow it up. And I said to her, baby girl, I sent her a screenshot. Look at how many DMs I have right now. From little niggas asking me to collab with them and, and buy beats from me. I did not see your shit. I apologize for that. It's like, you know what I mean? And she's trying to blow it up into some other shit. Like, what the fuck is y'all wrong with y'all? But I, I honestly think we women 
the most unreasonable creatures. They all make a chicken into a fucking ostrich. What is wrong with y'all? What the fuck is wrong with y'all? And you have so much pride. Like, you can't... Like, when a nigga, like, you you know when you're mad at, like, a nigga and then you realize, okay, they have a reason. Or, you know, there's an explanation for everything. That's when you should be like, okay, okay, okay. Tone it down. But no, black females, they turn that shit up. Like, your, your pride is ruining relationships between us. Like, for real, for real. I want to do a soul podcast. This is a topic that I've wanted to talk about a lot of times. I have a lot of brothers, a lot of homies that have gone outside of the race. And I know black women are kind of like, yo, why, why, why are black men kind of like escaping from us? I'm going to talk about that. If you want me to talk about that, I'm going to dedicate a podcast episode about why black women are chasing away black fucking men. Yes, I said it, nigga. I said it. Y'all on some salacious shit. Your pride is fucking getting in the way. Let me keep it a buck. If I fuck with a white sister, a white sister ain't gonna give me that sauce. Let me keep it a fucking buck. For fuck with a Latin sister, she ain't gonna give me on that. Like, y'all love y'all. I love y'all black women. But y'all need to stop with some of the shit you do. It's played out. Evolution is a must among people. And when it comes to y'all, y'all be tripping big, big. Y'all, y'all tripping. Pride. What, like, pride is in the way all the fucking time. You, y'all cannot learn to say, sorry, I apologize. It is not in your vocabulary. I have seen that shit. And it's like, yo, the amount, like, like the little shit gets in like in the way of a lot of relationships. And this is somebody that I was like conversating, vibing with, like Shorty is like that's what made me mad. I was like, I was so mad, I was like, hold on. So you mad at me for this little shit? Like I have like a a, a valid explanation, right? And I have proof from a valid explanation. And I realized, you know, like I'm one person like I'm going to dig deep and I'm going to make the blog hot. But, like, I'm off on show you now so I can say this shit. Pay attention to the girls, that you, the women that you talk to. Like, that's why you need to get the whole whole facts. I don't mean whole facts by, like, her past. It's important. But you need to learn, like, people's, like, upbringing, how they grew up, what they went to, determines tomorrow. So much. So many young niggas, wife, women date women and know nothing about their past and then they do some shit and you don't know where the shit that like you don't you don't you don't understand where all this other shit came from i like i'm i'm gonna be on some dr phil type of shit i want to know how you grew up you know what you went through because that shit explains so much shit and pretending to this girl right that was mad that i didn't see her dm and or whatever i honestly realized she's got abandonment issues and this is real shit like shorty has serious abandonment issues and niggas and fellas i don't care how fine a woman is but you need to pay attention to some of the issues these females have men have those issues as well but some of these women they show those issues so much 
and y'all just and 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 I kind of like you know with this girl I kind of like understood her more and I and sometimes you have to kind of like cop a like okay I understand why you're acting like this because like you know you have been abandoned earlier on like it, people don't realize how much people's upbringing affects tomorrow and um I I, I talked to I, was, I spoke to this girl I was like yo and I, I kind of understand like getting to know you more I kind of understand why you feel like this but I am not your father I am not the nigga dumped you over this bitch I am not your mother I am not anybody in your life who's ever abandoned you I'm not on that type of ish you know what I mean and um I realized she, like she was like some people you you have to give them space and time to like you can say all that but it's not going to sink in sometimes and you have to kind of you have to be very patient with people with daddy issues mommy issues um just abandonment issues with people who have been abused like you pay attention and and be patient and I know a lot of niggas your niggas don't have patience so I say this to say that like pay attention that's why it's important get to know your partner like for real for real get to know them a lot of traits that you may not like have explained like all make sense once you get to know them and you, you kind of like kind of like read their palms and like it all makes sense and and that way you can kind of like understand and know how to deal with them and love is patient love is kind you know what what they say so to my niggas i know mostly y'all niggas y'all niggas are, are not going to get it onto that deep level with these women and and that's why it comes a cycle it becomes a cycle with some of y'all women who have and self awareness is very important like i'm very self i'm probably the most self aware person i know in my life like dead ass self awareness is very important to the people whether it's men or dudes if you got issues like you need to be self aware that you need somebody like this i for one let me show you one i am very needy i am like i need your attention all the fucking time i can't be with somebody that doesn't give me my attention and i know women relate with that and i i realize yo i can't be with somebody that just just can just dip for a week like that shit would annoy me if you don't text me it's it's over like so you need to be self aware of what you need and then you know date a person who kind of yokes you you know what i mean like it has to be like this and a lot of you are just dating people that do not cater to your needs like i repeat that a lot of you are dating people that do not cater to your needs you know what i mean um updated people that like updated what what okay i'm going to give you an example i once dated this girl and she just used to forget about shit she used to forget about birthdays and shit like that and it it wasn't because she didn't love me or whatever she just was so forgetful and 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 once i got to know her family and then she's like yo and i i sp- spoke to her like a family a family was like yo this is not new she forgets And so you need to get to know your people and sometimes like I I I'm like really good at that. I'm really good at taking like shit personal when it's never personal. Like I'm definitely you don't text me have a birthday? Like last week was my birthday. I didn't say that to, on on the last episode. Last week was my birthday. A couple people didn't uh, one of my closest friends was my ex. One of my exes was my closest friend. 
example, she didn't wish me her birthday, right? Then she she called me. She's like, oh, whatever. I was like, oh, so you know you're going to wish me her birthday like that? She's like, oh, what's it? Happy birthday. I was like, oh, you don't fuck with me then. You know what I mean? But she was like, no, no, it's not that. I, I honestly forgot. I don't even know my cousin's birthday type of shit. So sometimes as people, we take shit personal. People may do, it's not intentional. So intentions matter. Like, you have to realize if somebody's intentional and it's not intentional. Sometimes people don't give a fuck. You know what I mean? So, um, and that's my example of, you know, I got in my feelings. To be honest, I got in my feelings. I could have just put out, but it was over nothing. Like, didn't mean not to wish you her birthday type of shit. So, hey, man, get to know people more. Dig deeper. Don't just be dating girls just so you can get wham, bam, thank you, man, make the car and, and dip. That shit is whack. <laughs> that shit is whack. You know what I mean? If you realize you don't have the emotional capacity to deal with a, a beautiful, you know, woman or man, let her girl and let her, let her, let her or him find a person that can treat them better. I've been in that situation where I dated a girl and I was in the wrong space to, 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 to I don't know. To deal with her or or love her right and i and you have to let people like that go stop trying to like you know like you know push people through the mud and ruin them for the next person sometimes you have to do that i said that last episode like yo sometimes you, you get into situationships and you're just like you know what i'm not your husband <laughs> you know what i mean so if you do find your husband it's all it's all good you know what i mean you 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 have to be honest with yourself and that person and that's where I'm at in life. I used to be the opposite. You understand? I have done the 360. Even though I'm still becoming a better person, I have flipped. I used to give no fucks about women's feelings, emotion. It was bam, bam, dip. You know what I mean? Um, so yeah, man. Females, your pride. That shit is whack. They're... One of my biggest things that I always said, I said this at my brother's wedding, uh, my, my best man's speech, and it's, there is no pride in love. Pete, there is no pride in love. I want you to realize that. If you love somebody, if you are in love with somebody, pride should not be part of the equation. And on that note, I'm going to leave this episode uh episode 10 thank you very much if you've gone this far listen to your boy i appreciate it it means the world to me and now you know you know we're fixing up the the format like i said man just 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 stick with me stick with me it's gonna get better it's gonna get better and better the format's gonna get better me speaking on a podcast is gonna get better so hey man i'm doing this uh sleeper pick thing that i'm gonna be incorporating into the podcast episodes since this is kind of a 90s fused episodes i'm gonna be doing a 90s sleeper pick that a lot of y'all generation z motherfuckers would not know about so we're gonna start with a song that was nine this came out in 1990 so um i need to educate on your motherfuckers and what music is this is my sleepers pick for this podcast is a new thing that i'm gonna be starting tell me what your 90 sleeper pick is 
this sleeper pick means a song that no one knows about. This is my sleeper pick. This is Tony Tony Tone. Feels good. Play this record as frequently as possible. Then, as it becomes easier for you, play the record once a day or as needed. This little younglings. Say no trap. Say no RMB. Flex 
ladies, the mellow, quite a nice fellow. <laughs> Met 3T, hit around what Acapella. You know about they it? had the rhythm and I had the rhyme. See, so let it hit one more time. It worked out and then they worked it in. Tony, Tony, Tony has done it again. Coming back at you again. Yeah, this brings back memories. Now it feels real good to y'all out there. Y'all remember that talk from the old days? But we're gonna do it to your The old good days. Like I always say, man. Like I always say. Guga, 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 it feels good, yeah It feels good Podcast. I feel like 